0: Hello and welcome to the part 2 of the European Hoops podcast, EuroLeague Power Rankings. On part 1, we took you from teams 18 to 7, and on this part 2, we will be hitting the top contenders and the ones we expect that could win it all once EuroLeague reaches the end. Make sure to follow us at EuroLeague on Twitter. Now let's speak about contenders, but (laughs) I have in a tier by themselves... In the tier two of these power rankings. In sixth, FS. FS currently, they are below these other teams in the the playoff hunt. They are in 11th place with a record of 11 wins and 12 losses. They have been having a very disappointing season. And although we will agree, and that's the reason why, for me, they are in this second tier in sixth place. That they have one of the stronger teams in the EuroLeague. They will have a hard time. To make it to the playoffs and to leapfrog all of these teams, FS has a positive net rating of plus five. They are a very, a very strong team. They are the ninth best offense of the competition, averaging eighty-two point three points, and they are they rank eleventh on points allowed, with seventy-nine point two points per game. Their top two PR players are the Serbian guard Vasily Misic. Uh, with a 19 PER, averaging 16.8 points, 3.3 rebounds, 5.8 assists, and 0.9 steals. And Will Clyburn, the American forward, averaging 17.1 points, 5.9 rebounds, 2.2 assists, and 0.9 steals per game. Do you agree with me, and do you have Fs one tier below the other contenders, or do you still have them on the top tier? Do you have them in six as well, and what are your takes about Fs?
1: I put... Uh, spoiler alert! I put teams in the tier one. That's I call them the contenders, and then the in the tier two I, I got the last contenders. And Ephesus is in this tier, but I put them in the same position. Okay.
0: Okay. Do you have them in the bottom of your tier two? Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, they need a big push uh, for them to to close the regular season on a, a playoff spot uh, at this moment, and even. Fenerbahce doing, uh, having a bad momentum. I have Fenerbahce uh, higher than than them. At some point, the pieces that they have have to connect and have to play way better basketball. They they need to play at a higher pace uh, for them to compete. If not, they they're playing a predictable offense. Uh, between screens and uh, rolls and putting the ball inside and then go- comes outside for a guy like Qyburn to shoot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that they they belong to this tier of the last contenders and these spots.
0: It's hard to have them higher when uh, it's not even... A, we cannot say for sure they will be a playoff team. And um, while their talent is insane and they might end up repeating in the end of this season... Uh, I think it's very hard to, to have them higher on the power rankings and we have them in sixth
1: place. I agree with you.
0: Who are the other two teams that you have on this second
1: tier? I only have one team Okay, on the second tier. It's Fenerbahce.
0: Okay, so we have a bit of a difference here. I have five contenders on the top of the okay. of the, the sport rankings and they all belong in the first tier above five as that is on the second team. Okay. And I don't have Fenerbahce on the bottom. We will get there. Okay. In fifth place on tier one I have the best team in the competition so far, Olympiacos. They lead the EuroLeague with a record of 17 wins and 7 losses. Olympiacos have an impressive net rating of plus 14.2. They are second in the most points scored per game with 85.3 and they have the very best defense of the competition, allowing only 75.5 points per game. The top players for Olympiacos are their star and for me, the front runner for for MVP this season, Sasha Vzenkov. The Bulgarian forward is averaging 18.4 points, 7.4 rebounds, 1.8 assists, and one steal, with 23.5 PER. Kostas Lokas, the Greek guard, is averaging 11.6 points, 2.3 rebounds, 6.6 assists. And for me, the my favorite player in this edition of the EuroLeague, Thomas walkup so I want to have a special mention to him. He's averaging 11.9 PERs, leads the EuroLeague in steals He has 7.5 points, 2.9 rebounds, and 5.5 assists representing everything that this Olympiacos team does in both sides of the court. Where do you have Olympiacos on your power rankings and why shouldn't I have them in fifth place before I justify having them this low?
1: I have Olympiacos uh, as the favorites and in 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 the first position. I'll explain why. They're playing such a beautiful basketball uh, on the both sides of the floor uh, and they're top two on offense and on defense their chemistry that the chemistry that they're playing even with the absence of a guy like um, Costas Lucas that Degardo comes off the bench and provides a lot of assists uh, it's impressive for me a guy like Thomas walkup uh, stepped up Uh, on the absence of Kostas Lukas. And guys like Lutzis uh, or even uh, Larendt stepped up in really big momentums that they had against uh, Efes. So,
0: let me explain why do I have Olympiacos in fifth place. I think they are absolutely the best team of this EuroLeague regular season. I think they play wonderful basketball. I love the way they are coached. I, bo- I think that their star player will be the MVP of the EuroLeague. And so far, I'm just giving arguments for them to be in first place. So yeah. I'm kind of defending your thesis over mine, but I will get there. <laughs> I'll, pay
1: you. I'll pay you later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I will get there. For me, what is lacking on this team is their go-to guy. It's not easy to be a big man doing that for a team and while slokas and walkup are great guards and elite players i think this olympiakos team will struggle in close games and their record this season in games ending with less than 4 points and games that went down the stretch is not a positive one so they lost 64-60 against monaco they lost 77-75 against asvel They lost 82-83 against Valencia. They lost again 76-81 against Monaco. And while they managed to beat Real Madrid 87-89, and they managed to beat Basconia 92-97, they might struggle, in my opinion, when it comes to playoff time to find their go-to guy. Obviously, they have players like Cannon, like Makisic that can do it. I just don't see them having the consensus to do it, but more than that, I don't see I don't see them doing it at the same level as players in another team's can do it. So, if they are allowed to play their basketball, if they are allowed to control the game and if they can build a big enough advantage in the in the game they are virtually impossible to beat. But if the game is close enough when it gets to clutch time, I think they might be in trouble. And I think that's what's lacking them. And that's the reason why I put them in fifth place in this power rankings, despite I absolutely love them. And I think they are the best team in the competition so far.
1: I get what you're saying. When the the big games comes and it's a close game, uh, the score will go against them but you can you can see the, the other side of the of the coin because they dominated uh really good teams they dominated Fenerbahce at Fenerbahce home they won against Ephes they they didn't in the previous eight games that they had against uh Ephes they didn't won one and they they won this one against Real they won by 13 uh but I know I get what you're saying, and I get that uh, the, their go-to guy can be a, a power forward, in, a power forward who plays a lot in the off-ball situations. But the thing that put them in the in the first in the first uh, spot on, in the standings it's their how they share the ball, and with their their all all guys uh, being healthy, uh, I, they're they're a tough team to beat for sure they are
0: absolutely tough team to beat and I have all these five teams in the same tier. That means that they are interchangeable. I will be zero surprised if Olympiacos wins. If Olympiacos can dominate the games in the playoffs and in the final four, they will win the EuroLeague and they will be deserving winners. And uh, honestly, the basketball that they are playing in the EuroLeague this moment is my type of basketball. So if my personal opinion is worth something, I I hope they win because I will love that. I love... Their players, I love how their star matches, their game style. I really love everything about Olympiakos. Just trying to have to, to project a little bit of how the final four games will tend to be close games. I think they might have some troubles then and their negative record in these situations during this season for me shows that and that's why I put them below these other teams in these power rankings. In fourth place of these power rankings I have Monaco. Monaco has a positive 1.1 night ranking. They have the sixth best offense of this uh, EuroLeague with 83.7 points uh, scored per game, and uh, they have the sixth worst offense allowing 82.8 points per game. The two best uh, PR players for Monaco this season are Mike James and Elio Kobo, having in Mike James maybe the best guard in the competition, but third probably the best scorer or the most complete scorer of this competition. With 18 PER, he's averaging 70.3 points per game. He... Grabs 3.6 rebounds per game, has 4.8 assists and 1.2 steals, while Elio Kobo, the French guard, is averaging 12.4 points, two rebounds, 3.6 assists, and 0.9 steals per game. Where do you have Monaco? Do you agree that they are fourth in these power rankings, and do you do you agree that they are one of the
1: top contenders? I got them in the in the center, the, the tier of the contenders. In my opinion, they they have a lot of. Offensive power and it's it's a good problem to have, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think the add the adding of a guy like Chima Monéke would be better for them. It's the wing or the the defensive wing that they were lacking, but it, it, it's not translating. I don't know if you agree with me.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's too early to call it. Uh, recently, he just had their be- his best game for them in the, their domestic league, and I think he brings a lot of energy. I want to see his defensive impact, and I think that's something that will grow during the the rest of the regular season of the Euroleague. I think it still is kind of too too early for for evaluating his impact on this team. I think that him, Halfa Diallo, they they give them like uh, some dynamic wings that they they really need.
1: Yeah, they it's, they they need a, a, a uh, they need their wings, because in the playoff or in the final Four against them and Real Madrid, that's the difference. That's a big dif- difference, and they lost the game against Real Madrid because of the Real Madrid wings were unstoppable in that game. A guy like Zavan Musa and even Ezani, they don't have a match in. Uh, Monaco side, for example.
0: As you can tell by my poor rankings, I have Real Madrid above them as well. I just think that uh, their guard play and they will be able to compete for any game in this EuroLeague. It's, it's pretty much comes down to that. They will compete with any team in any game. I think they are in a good position to guarantee home court advantage, avoiding to have to, to face one of these top teams in the playoffs. I think that will get them into the Final Four and coming into the Final Four. I, I, I think it will... That their odds to win a game won't ever be lower than forty percent in a final four uh, format. So that's why I think they belong up here. And I think they are one of the contenders for this Euroleague. So moving on, and here we have a a small disagreement, not not (laughs) really about the the value of the team, but you have Fenerbahce on top of your tier two in fifth place. And I have them as top contenders in the tier one in third place. Fenerbahce currently, they are in fifth place with with 14 wins and nine losses. They have a net rating of plus 4.1. They have the fifth best offense of the competition, scoring 83.9 points per game. And they have the eighth worst defense of the competition, allowing 80.8 points per game. The two top PR players of this team are Motley with 14 uh, 14- 0.4 points, six rebounds, 1.5 assists, and 0.4 blocks per game. And uh, Nigel Hayes Davis with um, 9.9 points, 4.1 rebounds, 1.3 assists, and 1.3 steals per game. But this is a, a team with a lot of that. They have on Motley, Nigel, uh, Goodrich, Calates, Wilbuckin. They are top players. They still have Devin Booker. And they are missing a player like Bialica. Even Carson
1: Edwards too.
0: Yeah, and even Carson Edwards. They have uh, a lot of depth and a lot of uh, good options. Because of them having a player like Wilbeckin, I have them ahead of Olympiacos. I think that they are a team that has more depth and more options than Monaco. And they do have a go-to guy. That's why I rank them in thirds in the the standings, and that's why I think that uh, they are one of the three top contenders to win this edition of the EuroLeague. Why do you have them on the Tier 2, and uh, what do you think about Fenerbahce's season so far?
1: In my defense, uh, if their momentum, as right now, that they're having... It wasn't that bad. I had them on the second spot, but I'm a little concerned about what they're about what they're doing and about what is and about what is happening right uh, right now. But because of their momentum, they're kind of underperforming. Uh, yeah, they win big games. They they won big games, uh, and right now they got a big loss against. Um, Against Olympiacos, even against Asvel, I'm looking forward to see if Bielika comes uh, and what he what he brings to the table.
0: I agree with you, and like, I just think that um, they have the depth, they have the go-to guy, and they are in the position in the standings where they are able to step it up. While FS has also the the team, they're already too low in the standings. I think Fenerbahce is in a bad momentum but they will be able to snap out of it and they will step up and they, they are in a position that allows them to be somewhat comfortable for the, the rest of the season and be able to perform and use their team that is one of the top teams and I really think that the addition of Violica is is a big deal and i really elevate them to, to the, this top of tier of the, the poor rankings.
1: In my opinion, in the beginning, they were the second best team for sure but it, it, right now is about uh, their momentum but if they if they win uh, if they win the, the Euro league uh, i'm not surprised at all
0: yeah i i think there are six teams that if they win the League we won't be surprised we are just too disappointed with EFES and we wouldn't be able to have them on the, the top tier not disappointed in terms of fandom, it's just like uh, how they are performing so far in this in this edition of the competition. And I think Fenerbahce is having a low uh, at the moment, but uh, I think they secured enough to to be safe, and uh, they do have the talent to to win it all.
1: For sure, I'm moving forward.
0: Moving on on second place. Uh, or on the top two teams, I have the two Spanish teams, Real Madrid and Barcelona. We know that you have Olympiacos in first place. Where do you rank Real Madrid and Barcelona?
1: I rank Real Madrid in the fourth and Barcelona in the third spot. Okay, very well. Who do you have in second place? Uh, Monaco.
0: Yeah, you have uh, Olympiacos first, Monaco second. In in second place, I ranked Real Madrid. And the reason why for me to give the edge to Barcelona is simply... Tomas Santoransky I think having an elite guard that can be a difference difference maker when it comes to playoff time it's very important for for the decision moments and I think that's that playmaking is the only thing missing to this uh, very powerful Real Madrid team. I have Real Madrid in second place. They are currently in second place in the standings with sixteen wins and seven losses. They have one game less than uh, than Olympiacos. Uh, they have a positive net, ra- net rating of uh, plus nine. They have the fourth best offense of the competition, scoring eighty four points per game, and they have the fourth best defense of the competition, and, uh, the fourth, uh, of the competition allowing only seventy 75- five. 77.5 points per game. Real Madrid is a very complete and very, very good team with uh, a lot of depth. They are two top. PER players on this season are Walter Tavares and Gabriel deck but they have uh, Musa, Yabusele, Sonia Corniele, Poirier, Nigel, William Goh, Sergio Lul, Sergio Rodriguez, uh, Hanga, Abalde. <clears throat> their, their depth is immense and they probably have the best wings in the in the competition. Their highest PER player is Walter Tavares and he can be an anchor for their defense. The Verdian uh, center is averaging 10.5 points 7.2 rebounds and 2.5 blocks per game Gabriel Dijk has the second highest PER for this team at 16.3 with 12.6 points 5.9 rebounds 2 assists 0.7 steals per game Thiago, what do you think about this uh, Real Madrid team and what they have been doing so far?
1: I love love the way that uh, they play they can go big or small they're versatile uh, a lot they, like you said, like you mentioned it they have the best wings in the game in my opinion uh they're missing a guy like Cabaldi, who provides a lot of what they're lacking uh, as right now they only have they only have musa and azonia like we already talked it uh, health might be a problem for them and i put it them lower than barcelona because what you already mentioned it they have one barcelona have one of the best point guards in the game if not the best in my opinion yeah, uh, but Real Madrid is liking.
0: It's uh, about the, it's about playmaking, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's, it's about playmaking for sure. Yeah,
0: because w- when push comes to shove, and in those moments, you really need to have that playmaker to to make the difference. That's, why I, love,
1: uh, that's why I love uh, Fanerabachi because they have a guy like Nikalitis.
0: Guys like Nikolates and uh, Thomas Saturansky are, are big difference makers to to elevate the team. But I think that uh, Thomas Saturansky has the offensive power as well sure. to, to close the games and to have the ball in his hands. And that's why I'm giving the edge to Barcelona and... That's why I think that this is the season where Barcelona will put it all together and has a real chance to, to win it all. Barcelona currently is third in the standings with 16 wins and 8 losses. They have a net rating of plus 5.2. They rank 10th in offense with 18.8 points per game and they rank 5th on def- defense, allowing only 77.6 points per game. They are a very consistent team in both place, both sides of the floor. They are a very dis- disciplined team and they have on. Nikola Mirotic and Tomas Satoransky, two of the best players in the EuroLeague. And they are the they are two top PER players for this season. Mirotic is averaging 14.5 points, 4.4 rebounds, 1.4 assists, 0.7 steals and 0.5 blocks per game. And Tomas Satoransky is averaging 8.5 points, 4 rebounds, 4.5 assists and 0.9 steals per game. I know that uh, we can disagree on the way we rank them, but we agree on who the contenders are. What are your takes about this uh, Barcelona team?
1: For me, it's the m- most well-rounded team. They have the best player in the EuroLeague, not the MVP of this team, but they have the best player, uh, Nikola Mirotic. They have pieces around him who make him better, and who, the pieces that they, they got are really good. They they have really good scorers. Corey Higgins, La Provitola can go go crazy in some nights. Uh, and then the...
0: Kalinic is such an important piece for them as well. For
1: sure. On the defensive side too. I really like what he brings to the table. Abrinius, who spreads the floor a lot for uh, guys like Vesely to, to play in Shanley. Comparing between Real Madrid, their depth are not uh, the same. But I think that uh, they fit well, way better than uh, Real Madrid fit.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And, and then they have the, the playmaking that guys like Satoransky, and La Profitola can, can provide. And support. And uh, mostly Satoransky decision-making. In the, Even Yoko Baitis time. is playing really good basketball. Yeah, Yoko Baitis is having a breakout season and he's performing at a very high level as well. Uh, I think that uh, this is the, the main reason why... Why, for me, Barcelona has a real chance to win this edition of the EuroLeague and why I rank them in first place in these power rankings. Let's go over the final power rankings after our discussion. In Tier 8, we have Alba. In Tier 7, in 17th place, we have Asvel. Tier 6, we have in 16, Bayern. Tier 5, we have in 15, Virtus. In 14, Milano. And in 13, Parathinaikos. In Tier 4, by themselves, we have Red Star in 12th place. In Tier 3, we have Zalgiris in 11th place. Valencia in 10th place Partizan in 9th place Pasconi in 8th and Maccabi in 7th in tier 2 by themselves we have FS. in tier 1 we have Olympiacos in 5th place Monaco in 4th Fenerbahce in 3rd Real Madrid in 2nd and Barcelona in 1st place let's uh, wrap it up this was a very good episode I hope everybody enjoyed it and I hope this was a good recap of everything that happened and a bit of a preview of what we expect to see the, the rest of the season stay tuned for more we will be bringing you a preview of of round 25 of the EuroLeague next uh, Tuesday. S- make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Give us feedback. We are always open to to hear what you guys have to say and we will try to, to add it to the podcast as much as we can. Make sure to, to follow us on Twitter at Itos EuroLeague and uh, stay tuned for more.
1: Thank you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the same as we did. See you guys soon.